0: Before we really begin, I need everybody to know that somebody is so black that she is literally sitting here taking her braids out, like, right now in front of me during this recording. So this just, just to give you a picture of, like, what kind of black we are. <laughs> you gotta make time when you can. We say we're too queer black women, I need you to know the level of niggadom that actually exists in this space. A shameless pussy is a pussy that do what she wants. I feel like. Yes. Yes. A shameless pussy is a healthy pussy. That's true. A shameless pussy is a healthy pussy.
1: A shameless pussy wanna get tore the fuck up sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> A shameless pussy will call off work if she needs to. It's, it's a lot going on. Look, I need a mental health day. Uh, a shameless pussy is the best kind of pussy to put on someone's face. Yes. Stand by that. And that's on shameless pussy. So I want to play a game. I want to play okay. a game that we all know and we all love. Fuck, Mary kill. An important game. An important game. game. Like, a super important game (laughs) where... It actually, it reveals a lot. It does. So it's like, if you don't know, essentially what it is, is I will present three people. Uh, We're going to do it celebrity style. And I'm going to present these three people. And of those three people, you have to say, this is who I would fuck. This is who I would marry. And this is who I would kill. Except I also am putting a tiny, tiny twist on it. The person that you would fuck, I want to know what their sex is giving. You know, like what do you think
1: are they a topic? Yeah, or like what kind of are they lazy, sex do you
0: think acrobatic? You would be having with this person? You know? So yeah. Right. That is that is the game. Them is the rules. Okay. Let's press play.
1: Between these three, Lupita. Mm-hmm. zoe kravitz gabrielle union
0: damn that is tough you really hit me with a solid one right off the fucking bat i feel like gab is is a really good wife i feel like Mm, mm -hmm. you know like i just feel like if we're talking lifelong partners I i feel like she's the one zoe kravitz i'm fucking yeah 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 I'm I'm fucking Zoe Kravitz. Which means you gotta kill Lupita. Which means I'm gonna immortalize Lupita. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, so we changed in our <laughs> room. Okay, so then what kind of sex is Zoe Kravitz giving?
0: I, I feel th- like she'd wanna paint me red and paint herself blue and we'd like make purple all over the floor. I feel like that's the kind of yeah, shit Yeah, I could see that. That would happen. I feel like it would be all day fuck sessions like with interludes of of love jones moments where we like make each other eggs
1: oh it would definitely be
0: marathon sex right?
1: yeah so this one is jada pinkett smith megan the stallion Kalani.
0: you know it's funny i was gonna ask you how you felt about like Meg the stallion like what kind of sex do you think she's giving but i feel like she talks about it so often that it's like we all know what kind of sex Meg yeah sex. <laughs> um she gonna spit
1: on some shit for right I, like, and
0: honestly you know what i am not that into spit play so i feel like i would be like bro mm. stop drooling like this like use lube <laughs> use lube stop yeah
1: no she's young no. i
0: get it um <laughs>
1: young people ready to spit on shit and it's <gasps> like look lube lube is a couple dollars yeah you know? matter of mm-hmm. fact i don't even buy lube i buy coconut oil like get it at your local grocery i got
0: some i got some literally sitting right behind me on this desk Okay, so you said Jada, you said Meg, and you said who?
1: Kaylani. i Kaylani.
0: probably kill Kaylani, to be honest. Mm. Uh, I know her the least, including her music. Um, mm. I'm just not that pressed. So I'm just going to say no thank you. <laughs> not no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Please put your pussy away. No thank you. No thanks. I'll, I don't need that. I'm marrying Jada. I'm marrying Jada. Mm-hmm. I'm marrying Jada. Yeah. And I'm fucking Meg. That's off tops. Yeah. Yeah. That's easy.
1: So, yeah. Well, for me, it was, I mean, I'm, I'm marrying Jada. Hello. Yeah. Also, Jada seemed like she'd be having good sex, and I would want that for a lifetime. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. obvious. Um, For me, I would probably fuck Kalani. I like her aesthetic, which I feel like I would get yeah. off okay. on it and then be like, cool, cool, cool. Not that I don't love Meg. But I do, for some reason, I you know I love her. I love her music, whatever. I do see her as like a little young and immature, and I feel like she talks a lot of shit, which is great. Female empowerment, pussy power, da da da. But I feel like she talks a lot of shit because like niggas don't actually know how to fuck. Mm. Like I don't know if Meg knows how to fuck women, which I feel like Jada
0: and Kehlani both do. You know, I don't have any evidence for this, but. (laughs) fair fair point that is a fair point because isn't is Kaylani queer is she identified oh she's very much she's very much queer and like even more recently she's
1: been like I know I've been saying I was bi this whole time but I think I'm actually a lesbian and her friends were like duh why is this an announcement Okay.
0: okay that's fair you know I think that's a really smart lineup um for you I love
1: love Meg I'd love to turn up with her before I kill her yeah um. <laughs> I get that,
0: definitely like drive the boat around the block,
1: a little bit, and then crash it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 and then yeah, yeah, that's how she goes, I guess, in this game. Um, I don't know. What's interesting is that like those are my. So I said fuck Meg and marry Jada. I do feel very strongly about marrying Jada. But I don't. But I yes, don't that's feel like changing. the most strong about fucking Meg. I just know that I don't want to fuck Kaylani. So that's fair. That's kind of how that shook out. What kind of sex is Meg giving to me? Honestly, yeah, I think she's like really into spit, and I'm just like, please. For me, don't spit I think- in my mouth when you kiss me. Like I feel like she would be the kind of yeah. person who who would like literally spit in your mouth. Oh, and then oh, and then kiss okay. you. Like, and that's a thing that people... Oh, okay. That's a thing that people are into. Yeah. They, like But it's not me. Okay. You know, like, it's yeah, not my yeah, shit. Yeah. I feel like maybe she'd also be, like, maybe a bit of a sloppy kisser. Like, maybe... Oh, God, maybe I don't really want to fuck Mick.
1: You, you... Yeah, no. I mean, it's funny how she does talk about spit a lot in her songs, and we're taking that to mean her whole sex routine is about spit. <laughs> but for me, I think what it's giving for me if i were to fuck megan i think it's signaling a lot of like visual play like the kind of person who's like in reverse cowgirl just to shake her ass which is nice yeah. super nice but like if i'm not the kind of person with a dick i might not get off on mm-hmm. that in the same way right. and that's why i was saying like it seems like she's kind of like bicurious or something but in the way where it's like yeah bitch you could eat my pussy yeah, kind of a thing, or like let's suck on each other's titties, and it's like no, I want you to like put a strap on.
0: <laughs> I think she would. I think she would. She <laughs> might though. Yeah, she I might. could see her definitely putting on a strap. You know, the more I think about it, the if if I were to have sex with with Meg, I feel like it would have to be more like dom type situation. Character, yeah, play. very much like yeah. role playing BDSM. I don't want the King. basic shit. You know, like I would. I would want us both to be like dressed up, you know, in our in I our lingerie, you know, in a dungeon with like, you know, the purple. I want purple lights instead of red lights. I just feel like it's that deep purple okay. is like really, it's like nice, um, on, on like, black people's skin. Um, I think that's like a bit of the like director production part of me though. I know I'm like so
1: now we're <laughs> staging things. Right, but I
0: feel like that it speaks to like the kind of experience mm-hmm. I would want to have with Meg. Like yeah. it would have to be that for me. I think I'd also like wanna record it and I don't know how penetrative it would have to be for me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. Yeah, I think it would need to be something else like she's very sexy. Like she's got a lot going for her. In that department. But I think just the way she talks about sex is not necessarily the kind of sex I like to have with women, mm-hmm. for the most mm-hmm. part. So I think there would need to be something additional, like props or yeah. toys or, I don't know, a risque situation. Like, maybe I'm, like, her nigga about to come home and I'm eating her pussy all while crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some 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 additional element.
0: Uh, yeah no I can yeah I can definitely see that actually I got a little distracted because then I started thinking about those like fucking machines you know the kind like with the Mm. dildo attached and it just like it does that Like, I think that it would be really fun to have like one of those scenarios where we're like literally coaching each other through orgasms like what oh that sounds right that sounds kind of fun (laughs) yeah (laughs) sounds like a good time um but yeah that's that's that. I mean, so we both feel like Hella strongly about marrying Jada, which is actually, well, oh, obviously, it's really hilarious uh, because apparently right now we're like the only ones uh- <laughs> fucking with Jada. I know, right, but it's
1: because it's because Hoes out here are petty and like too involved in other people's relationships, which is I think the irony of the whole thing. So Jada keep using that platform, Red Table Talk, mm-hmm. and had an episode about sex which was very surface level in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> um because basically it was about like gwyneth paltrow's like netflix show that has something to do with sex i don't know i think it's called like is.
0: love sex and goop or something like that was it like essentially to promote that show or
1: Loki, Loki? Okay. low-key but yeah so then they also the the the, the source of the controversy right, right. was like you know, basically they were having a conversation about how being married and having sex is like it's a whole journey, right? Like you you have a lifelong partner, you you want to have sex with them, but there are sometimes barriers. And basically what they were talking about is like the specific experience of being a woman and expecting that people will read your mind. Mm. And and I I mean, I'm. I know that that's like a broad stroke stereotype, but a lot there's a there can be a lot of truth in that. Like a lot of women have the expectation that if you love me, if you really love me, you would know what I wanted. Right. Or like, oh, I shouldn't have to tell you this and that. Right. So they were kind of talking about that, and Jada simply said that that was an experience she had with Will. That it can be hard to. Like not even initiate, but that like engaging around sex can be challenging because she has to work on not assuming that he knows what she wants. Right. And so that was it. That's literally all she said. It was maybe like forty five seconds of the entire red table talk. Right. But then the and media it caught has, it, yeah
0: it caught major attention. Like
1: yeah, the media has gone and been like, so Will Smith can't satisfy Jada. Which I think the reporting on that really blew my mind because that's not what I felt she was saying at all. Right. And I I just think it's really interesting how we like took that completely out of context and, and attached it so much to her, to their open relationship. Like it's in, it's interesting like hearing other people talk about this and it's like, oh, well, Jada shouldn't be stepping outside of her marriage or she shouldn't be sharing with the press especially in relation to the fact that she's had this entanglement and it's like kind of mind blowing to me because I'm like how many times do Jada and Will have to tell y'all that they have an open relationship before you get comfortable with it because they are and also in that very like monogamy obsessed mentality that our society has Jada having sex with other people does not mean that Will doesn't satisfy her sexually Jada saying that they have communication challenges regarding sex doesn't mean Will doesn't satisfy her sexually. Like, why are we deciding yeah. <laughs> that other people are not having a good time with sex just because they have sex with more than one person?
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I don't get it.
0: The The first thing that I read was Jada Pinkett Smith says, she and husband Will Smith don't talk a lot about sex. It's uncomfortable. Right. And when I, I think when I read it originally, I was like, that seems weird because they talk about so many things. It's interesting to me that they aren't, that they're not comfortable talking about sex. All the comments after that, all the memes after that were, were very much like geared towards Jada, number one, like weaponized against Jada on some like, Will is a victim. Right. Will is a victim. Will's a hostage, what the fuck kind of relationship do they have? Their marriage is uncomfortable? Um, I wonder if she treated August the same way. I would hate to be <laughs> married to her. She talks too much about their private lives at this point. Can they just divorce and go be with who they want? We're tired. I don't care to hear like like it was uh, it was so much. it was like. Then don't watch the show. like I don't get it. I was personally struck by how much the comments were geared towards like jada's a demon. yeah like like jada's on some fuck shit for saying that that talking about sex is uncomfortable now here's what I hated about the headline in the in the actual interview in the in the fullness of the interview, she didn't say that they don't talk a lot about sex. That's not, that's not what she said. That's not what happened. That's not what she said. What she did say, actually, she was having a conversation about accountability. Exactly. and, and And holding herself accountable. She was saying, you know, at some parts in their marriage, she felt like, you know, well, well, if you love me, then you would just know automatically how to please me. Or
1: that I even, wait, let's back up though. Or that I even am in the mood. Because that's right. also what it was about. Right. Like, the headline it was, should not have been, Will can't make
0: Jada orgasm."
1: Right.
0: <laughs> right! Which is, which is what, at, what all the memes were about. All the, Like, I literally saw memes that said, like, that said something about, like, how Jada said, Will can't fuck. Which is,
1: like, exactly... Okay. And this is why... So we ended up having a conversation about this the other day because I was in the car and, like, these two men were... In my life, we're having a conversation about exactly that. Like, well, Jada needs to just stop talking because she's just sharing all this personal stuff. Of course, they weren't, which I think is bullshit in the first place because it's really attached to the fact that men feel personally attacked right. when sex is brought up because they have this connection between their ego and how people feel about them with sex. Right. Like, it's the whole. Big dick thing, like, you need to, like, the whole world needs to know you got a big dick, even if you don't, because... And that you know exactly that, what to
0: do with it, and that you're, like, an amazing, and that you make like, every amazing lover at all times. Like, you've never had any struggles in the bedroom, you know, like...
1: you Right, you've never had a hard time getting hard or communicating about sex every time you fuck, like, she thinks about you forever. Like, it's so attached to their ego, and it's interesting, because, yeah, these two guys were, like going back and forth about how like well, she just needs to shut up it was very much that like i would hate to be married to her she right. talks too much neither of them had listened to it so it was weird to me i'm like so y'all just gossiping
0: Lip- okay. yeah <laughs> right right no literally yeah
1: they were basically like oh she needs to stop all this all this talk about about their sex lives in particular and Like, it's basically implying that it's embarrassing for Will. Right. And I was like, where are you even... Like, are you embarrassed or is Will embarrassed? Ooh,
0: say that shit again. Like, who's embarrassed here? Like, like, who's embarrassed?
1: who is it at the end of the day? Are you just projecting because you've had people talk shit about your sexual skills? Because I have not heard Will in the press, not a one time, make any negative comments about jada their their marriage their sex whatever and and then of course the response was like well he said he wanted to kill himself and i was like first of all he didn't say that he said he has been suicidal and then second of all why would you jump to the conclusion that it was related to
0: their sex life right like what are you talking about or that it, it has anything to do with like the recent interviews about august or anything because i feel like what's happening is that people are like conflating you know like yes um they're conflating i don't think that people have forgiven and when i say people i'm uh, men men yeah men but i do feel like there's like a subsect of women out there who also feels, that who thinks, feel feel yeah. very similarly um yeah, i agree but like people have not forgiven Jada for this interview about her and August Alcina, they have like well, not. For- never. Yeah, I don't think that they are. And so it's funny that you mentioned that you know two men in your life were having a conversation about this because um, a man in in my life, like a close friend of mine, hit me up after I put a message on my Instagram like y'all weren't listening. You know, like I I posted something. <laughs> I posted something on my Instagram where I was like, y'all were, y'all did not watch that interview. Not only did you not watch that interview, you didn't even watch the full version of the clip. Because if you had... Or your comprehension is like piss poor. Like, it, mm. it's that or that. Because... It's a lot of those. It's all of them. And, and I said, like, I blame social media outlets for the whack-ass headlines because all that woman said was talking about sex with her husband was once uncomfortable. But she learned that she had to be accountable for her own pleasure and, and making her own, like, sexual desires known. And I think that's an important message. So this man came back and was like, Jada killed the Fresh Prince. This is the mourning period. Maybe you don't take it as awful, but everything has been an assault on this man's character. Okay. Right?
1: See, that's what I'm saying. Whose
0: ego are you protecting? I mean, the language. I mean, we went on to have like a very long conversation in which, like, I I told him like I I truly disagree. I I truly disagree. Right. Um, but he said he called it like a public lynching. Please don't ever. He also just mentioned that. Ooh, hold on. <laughs> Whoever this is is stressing me to fuck out. It was. It was kind. <laughs> just it was kind of stressful. It's very strong language. I mean, he also just said something about like, this man is being held hostage. This is a full live portrayal of Get Out. He can't leave, and it's killing him to stay. And the thing that caught me was he said, "No man is giving anyone consent for this lynching,"
1: which is is where like she's
0: the alpha female she runs the relationship she's doing what she wants and it's been obvious tupac so was brought there- up of course uh, yeah. will, is no, that nice. means- will is too nice will is too nice yeah tupac is like a reason for w- this
1: no tupac was brought up in that conversation between those two men as well they were like She can't stop talking about the fact that she like still wants to fuck Tupac. Like, let it go. He's dead. And I was like, when was the last time she even talked about Tupac? Right. Right. Like, you guys are holding on to it. But as you said in those messages, like, if I were to be interested in dating a person like that, a lot of those would be red flags for me because, like, she runs the relationship. Okay, so, again, we're not in their marriage. So we actually have no idea, but also... Why does that scare you so much? The idea that a woman is making the lead in their relationship. Like that's very like obsessive patriarchal energy to be like, oh, she's calling the shots. And like, I also just feel like I gotta say it again. They are in an open something. Yeah, Like their marriage is not closed. It seems that it's never been, they've made several statements on it. It's not a secret or a surprise. Yeah, And men are out here and it seems mostly to be men that are out here obsessed with the idea that she's just, like, stepping outside of their relationship and walking all over him when it's like, actually, maybe he just doesn't talk about who he's fucking on the side. Like, I don't know why we're acting like it couldn't be a two-way scenario or that, like, it it hurts men so much to think about the idea of, like... I I think it, it blows my mind because men are so casual about having, like, extra relational affairs, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's common for men to, like, cheat. Jada's not even necessarily cheating, and yet we are never going to forgive her for this. Right. When it's like, but men are allowed to do what they do 24-7, and we are expected to forgive them. Like, right. Like, right. situations where where someone like YG, like, this was a thing a while ago, like, YG cheats on Kehlani... And everyone was like, well, what'd you expect? It's YG. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was it. Right. Everyone was like, you, 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 you just should have known or you just should have been cool with it, basically. Right. And it's like, okay, but then when the shoe's on the other foot, y'all want to be like, this is an attack on his character. Right. Like, right. Where'd you get that from? Right.
0: I mean, honestly, there are so many layers of this that, that bother me. But um, I took the time to listen to to Will Smith's interview with Oprah recently. Mm -hmm. So Oprah has a show um, on Apple TV Plus that I went ahead and got my free trial for. (laughs) And... Mm-hmm. Um, she sat down with Will because he wrote a book. He wrote a memoir. People
1: stay writing memoirs hella young. You know, I kind of, like,
0: I you know, he's been it's a lot. It's been a lot of interesting. Things. He's 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 had a lot though. Yeah, yeah. you know. So I'm I'm down. I want to listen. Um, I want not listen, but I want to read that. And on mm-hmm. top of that, he also has a docu series called Best Shape of My Life, and it's supposed to be about like him getting in shape, but also apparently there's a lot in there about just like his relationships like his his life and his Mm -hmm. relationships and all that kind of stuff right and so here's what I find interesting Jada yes is talking very often about her life their relationship and like her growth right via the red table talk Mm -hmm. and people want her to shut the fuck up like it's never been more clear that people want her to shut up But Will is writing an entire memoir, has an entire documentary series, and of course is doing a press junket where he's doing very in-depth interviews with different people about both of these items, which means he is also speaking on their relationship, on their lives, in depth, in sensitive ways, all the time, all the time. And so, you know, we keep calling their marriage open, but I honestly think that it's like much deeper than that. I think open is maybe like the concept that we that we can derive, you know, like it's the closest mm-hmm. concept that we can derive. But in that interview, he talks about what it actually is to him, and I appreciated it. He was like, "I consider what I'm doing with Jada love and freedom." Mm-hmm. Um and essentially, he was talking about how you expect, you expect to love in freedom everywhere except with your partner, with, right. you know, with your friends, there's a certain amount of freedom with your children, you know, that they'll like grow up and go away and, move you know, on. like move mm-hmm. on. There's a certain amount of freedom. But like in romantic relationships, there's, there's none of that, you know, and also, the marriage contract, let's not forget, included, like, women as property for, like, yes. you know, for, for centuries, you know. So so it's not just about, like, I don't know, love, like, finding the one, you know, quote unquote. Like, maybe it is now or, like, maybe people would like to have you believe that that's what marriage is solely about now but it is very much like a business contract it is a it is a Mm -hmm. and and that kind of like does something to the freedom aspect of like Mm -hmm. of of loving right and so yeah he essentially said that they were on a spiritual journey to cleanse the poisonous unloving parts of themselves and they're doing it together no matter what that is what he called their marriage that's you know well, like is... and he also mentioned that he was tired of people centering it on sex. You know like pe- exactly people that's automatically be like their openness means that they out here fucking a bunch of other people. And like yes, other people have been fucked by Will and by Jada in the course of their twenty six years together, but that don't mean they that that's like the basis of like the freedom portion we just keep well, taking I, it yeah
1: there. i think it's very easy so a couple things on that like yes they've talked about their relationship being open because that's the easiest way to describe it but despite his like very specific like application of what that means being open or being polyamorous or whatever it means something different for every individual and in every relationship right. so But I'm just personally bothered by the fact that people intentionally at this point are overlooking the fact that their marriage obviously allows flexibility for, like, romance, sex, dating, whatever you want to call it. Like, people are overlooking that because if Jada and Will didn't get a divorce when the press found out, why? Like, they're clearly cool with it or they're working through it or whatever. And then since then, they've been more and more clear about, like, our marriage is not closed and stagnant and like so I think that that gets me and then to find out what you're saying all of this stuff about how he's also out here running around in the streets talking about the in their the intimacy of their relationship right. like it's it's just silly and to me it feels like we are now at a place where we just we just want to demonize somebody and like especially when it comes to women being what's seen as promiscuous like we always have to find that one person and, like, make make evil out of it. When WAP happened, we we did that to Cardi B. Right. You know, like, back in the day, we used to do that to Lil' Kim. Like, we always have to find a woman that we feel like is, like, doing anything to impact, like, traditional views of women and marriage. Mm-hmm. And, like, go after them crazy wild because they dare to break out of that mold. Right. Like, right. And I think, and to be... Completely honest, I think it's even more unsettling for these niggas that they have been married for so long. I think it scares people that that they have this, like, what seems to be, like, a happy and comfortable marriage, mm-hmm. and they're not being traditional about it. Right. Like, I think, I think something inside these niggas' minds makes them be like, well, that means my girl could want to fuck other people after 20 years, which is, like, yes. Well, maybe
0: she could. I mean, like, honestly... I, after listening to, to Will talk about it, I really want to decenter sex from all of it. Like, I, I really yeah. I, I really and truly do. I think that what happened was... I think a few things have, have, like, transpired here. Number one, I would like to point out that Jada never wanted a traditional marriage. It has been said in mm-hmm. her own interviews, and it has been said by Will in his interviews... And in this one with Oprah that I'm that I'm referencing, Jada was never interested in a traditional marriage. She didn't even want a wedding, and that was like twenty six years ago. He knew this thing about Jada. Yeah. I also find it interesting that like there's a story that Jada tells about a- around the time that Will became serious with her, where she had bought a farm. <laughs> Because she country. Like, people forget that, mm-hmm. like, Jada's, yeah. you know, like, has, like... Well, she has, like, country family, but I think she has, like, city roots or something. But either way, after, like, her rise to the top, she took her money and bought herself a farm. And she was finna go, like, live with chicken- chickens and cows and, like, pigs right. and shit. That's what she was, like, getting ready to do. And then Will was, like, come do this with me instead, like marriage, like, mm-hmm. like, come do this. Yeah. And so that's what happened. Like, and, and in that, she I guess she expressed never really wanting like a traditional marriage. And, and Will talks about how she like dragged her feet at like the traditionalness of a wedding, because that's not how she saw not it. Not what she wanted. Yeah, it's not like what she wanted. Right. And so what I find interesting now is that people are making it seem like, she held him hostage? Like, she has been holding him hostage? When in reality, he knew from, from jump, and I... Th- this we always is exactly, knew it was going to be different. We always knew it wasn't going to be, like, a, no regular shit. He knew that. But this is the exact
1: issue with, like, applying yourself and your feelings or whatever to everybody else. Like, right. non-traditional marriages, there is, like no basis for me saying this but i feel like they're way more common than people admit but right. this is exactly why people can keep, keep their shit under wraps right. because if you are a swinger it's your wife that's the hoe for some reason right it's exactly <laughs> like, yeah and and i just like yes i think that what you're saying is really important that we need to decenter i i think it's bigger than will and jada like we need to decenter the obsession with like other people's sex lives and What they're doing and what they're not doing because we all know how, like, personal that is. Many of us adults have been in relationships where we've, with our partner, stepped outside of the relationship, right? And we don't think of ourselves negatively for that. Mm. So, like, the idea of, like, demonizing people for who, when, and how they have sex. Like, if unless you're there and you're personally a victim of that, like, let that shit go, please. Like, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think that there's probably way more people that engage in some kind of like yeah. non-traditional marriage and just don't want to admit it because we're so obsessed with like I, I think it's funny that as far as we've progressed in like gender inclusion and acceptance and like yeah. LGBT mm-hmm. inclusion and ab- acceptance, like we're still so obsessed with this institution of like traditional marriage right. and anything that's done to change. Excuse me, to like change that or alter that like we we want to attack it when in reality like how the fuck you think you're gonna stay with someone for multiple decades <laughs> without being flexible <laughs> like right I find that shit mind-blowing like let me find out that y'all got married and have been married for 20 years and know what this lifestyle is like because otherwise it this be coming from the same set of niggas that are in faith like not faithful in their own relationships like
0: Nah, facts. Um Yeah, I mean, I I agree that like I think the the part that really got me about what you were saying is that like I'm pretty sure there are much there are many more people who engage in like untraditional marriages um and and they keep it they keep it to themselves because they don't want this kind of backlash. Like they exactly. they don't really want to hear like other people's mouths, um, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, on, on the, the right, on
0: the subject of of their marriage, um, and I think so. With I've never felt clearer about in in the case of Will and Jada, their openness or their freedom in loving with one another just has so much more. It has. It's. It's, it has so much more to do with like who they are as people and the journey that they're on than mm-hmm. than like sex. Like yes, yeah. A part of it could be that the openness allows for um for like extra relational things or like other relational things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But like the deepest parts of it are that they're really just trying to find themselves individually and like the happiness That they cultivate has to be personal, like has to come from themselves, you know, and that's, that's kind of what Will was talking about in the interview that he, you know, in the interview with Oprah that he just felt like no woman would ever satisfy him, you know, and no man (laughs) would ever satisfy Jada and in the beginning of their relationship, They had a whole lot of sex, like a whole lot, like a whole lot of everyday, all day sex coupled with um, alcohol. Mm. And so uh, as great as that time was, I think now their relationship, he says, is like more based on like finding that happiness without medication, without distraction, without, you know, like so... I mean, they still they still take the cake in my book. Like, I completely appreciate... I know! <laughs> I appreciate that they talk about these things because, I mean, I feel like I'm someone who's been screaming the narrative about, like, freedom and love and, and using friendships as a comparison for years, yes. you know? Like, yeah. at least, like these last like maybe five five to eight formative years of like coming into my own adulthood and sort of like realizing what I want and it feels nice to be able to hear that like yeah it's not pretty you know like it's not perfect and maybe there's some things that like I won't want to do in the same way that they do them but like it's nice to know that it exists you know that people can grow and change and be themselves in like still within their relationship with one another. Like they've chosen each other.
1: Yeah. And I feel similarly, like nothing about any of this shit has changed my mind at all about seeing them as, as like a, a healthy, normal relationship that like just does not get enough airtime because we're obsessed with like traditional confines of marriage. And I I actually like you know I'm not the kind of person that like likes to look to celebrities for like what I should be doing yeah. or anything like that but like I actually appreciate that they both talk openly and honestly about their their life together like again decentering sex but like about their relationship at large because honestly it feels so healthy Right. Like, as as someone who knows that I will probably not want to be with the same person until I die, no matter what age I meet them at, mm. like, it feels so healthy and normal to me that they talk about these things, like you're saying, like, with partnership, but also just that, like, it's so clear that they're willing to work on the evolution of their relationship, which I think is a huge problem for a lot of people, Right. that, like, you meet someone at A certain time in your life and you expect that relation to to be stagnant when in reality like not only is your life not stagnant but none of your relationships are like your relationship with your mom grows and changes over time your relationship with your best friend but for some reason like we have been taught or like expect or i don't know what for romantic and sexual relationships to like to to stay the same like people lament the idea of like a Oh, the honeymoon phase is over. Like, bitch, you don't actually want to be in the honeymoon phase forever. Right. Like, right. and you and you, sh- you should know not to expect that. Like you don't actually want to be having sex 24/7 with your partner. Like, first of all, I would be sore constantly. Like that mm. wouldn't even work in the long term. Right. You know like we ex- but we get so disappointed when these things don't last in exactly the same way as they started. In a romantic and sexual sense, but in any other area of your life, right. you'd be like, oh, that's unrealistic. Of course your childhood best friend grew up and also has their own life and isn't available to you all the time. Like, duh. It
0: just, ha- it just, it's it's life. I think it's allowing for, like, the flexibility of of real life, you know? Like, we're constantly evolving and changing, you know? like Or we, or should, we should be, be. Like- yeah. Or we fucking should be.
1: Cause, and then I think that's the thing too, like, it's interesting in contrast, I guess, to see my parents' marriage, which I'm not in, but as a personal close-hand <laughs>
0: witness, yes.
1: to me, it appears that their marriage has been stagnant for the last however long they've been married, mm. which honestly is, like, way more concerning. Mm. Because 20-plus years have gone by and y'all still fighting about the same thing? Mm. Is that what's keeping you alive? Like... I just can't, I can't, I'm like, that could never be me. Like, yes, i I be arguing and I'd be fighting, but like, I can't imagine having the same fight that I had with some anybody 25 years ago. Yeah. Like, that is the kind of shit that would make me be like, well, this isn't working, is it? Hmm. You know, like- Meanwhile, we're like demeaning Jada and Will because they have this like creative relationship that's obviously very flexible to them.
0: Yeah. Where I get really resentful is that people love to pretend like it's not co-constructed and consensual, you know? Like
1: Jada just made this shit up and she's imposing it on Yeah, like Like I think
0: it's so fucking easy and very cheap to Mm -hmm. automatically villainize Jada as if... They haven't co-constructed whatever traumas they've been through. Um, whatever, no. like, uphill battles, whatever victories, you know? Like, all of it co-constructed, you know? like. But,
1: and I, like you're saying, I think it's it's easy and it's cheap. And I'm kind of, I guess, surprised at how many women are falling into this or, like, men who believe themselves to be, like, woke or... Um, feminist or like anything else where it's like understanding of like these social constructs because of course the easy thing to do is is look at the the outspoken person and the woman and say like oh you shouldn't be acting like that right when do we really think that will with all of his success fame sexiness do you really <laughs> think that he would be sitting in a relationship he was unhappy with for what for who right for the optics of it right um I don't know the man, but I feel strongly that he does not give a fuck about what the press has to say. And so I can't imagine that either of those, that, that he would just be sitting there being like, okay, Jada, do whatever you
0: want. Like, Right, right. I mean... Why did we decide this? And yeah, to it's, me... It's hella it's- offensive. If, honestly, it feels really offensive that they feel, that they've projected all of this onto this man because the the narrative is that, like, no man would allow... For Jada to like mm. be talking about their relationship like this, and put like no man would consent to this. It's got to be that he's in a get out situation. <laughs> it's got to be he's being held hostage, and Jada put a spell on him, and the ghost of Tupac is like ruining their marriage. You know, like out here fucking Jada. It, on right. Those. It's it's that it's got to be those things instead of just that this man has sort of like let go, you know, like, he, like, he has unballed his fist.
1: Or a step further, like, maybe the man wants it. Like, to me, like, you're saying all that projection is giving, like, insecure masculinity and, like, right. all kinds of other, like, deep-seated personal issues. Like, I don't know who, what tabloid decided that Will did not also want to, an open relationship like just because Jada was the one who said I don't want a traditional marriage does not mean that Will is being dragged along right like it, it just because he hasn't been outspoken in exactly the same way that she has I don't know why we decided that means that he doesn't share the same vision of their future that they're clearly as you said crafting together right. like
0: It's, it is very much like, but even sitting in her face, like on her show, they said it together. Like, this is what we're doing. Like we're family for life. This is like, I think that he, I think that he unballed his fist, like as a man, like I, I have this like visual representation of, you know, he, he has talked about in previous interviews, um, being the kind of man who did not give a fuck about anybody else's feelings in his Mm. family because he knew how to win. And he didn't give a fuck about his own feelings, you know? Like, he felt like, as long as I have the recipe to win in life, then, like, fuck these feelings, I've got things to do. And he took on Mm. that same approach in his family because he knew how to succeed. And so... He had this image, this plan, this like, you know, that he that he kind of like strongholded, you know, for. for, Mm -hmm. So when I say like he literally unballed his fist, I I feel like he eventually let that let that go because he had to Mm -hmm. do that in order to allow to allow like the rest of his family to have their own vision for their own lives and to like actualize that. And I think right. that he really wants that for them. Maybe it didn't start out that way, but like mm-hmm. he really like wants that for himself and for them, you know, like at this yeah. stage in his life. And that's what I find so interesting about him doing this circuit, you know, this like press junket now. Because I feel like people are not even listening to him. Like people are yeah. not Well, they don't they're they're sticking up for him and not fucking listening to what he's saying. Because it's not about him. <sighs> And
1: that's, like, the point that I've been, like, I know you know it, but, like, (laughs) it's not about him. Men and women, people, being offended at Jada and running to support Will is solely about themselves, how they perceive themselves, especially around their own sexual identities and their own past traumas. Will is not asking for help. No, Let's he's be not clear about that. He's, he's not. not asking for help. He's not in Get Out. He's not giving anybody a look of desperation. This is a self-actualizing man. If he was not happy in his relationship, he simply wouldn't be in it. Also, you think women aren't throwing themselves at Will Smith every goddamn day of the week? Like,
0: I don't think, he. you know what? Even if he was in it, I think that he would exist in it differently. You know, like if we were to be like, okay, if Will was unhappy, he would leave. And I, I don't think that it's that simple. I think if Will was unhappy, he would try to figure out other ways to make himself happy. And so it could be the case that an unhappy Will who was centered more on sex would be out here married to Jada and fucking a bunch of other people and not even on the low, just like on some shit. You know what I mean? Just like, because that's because of that, that level of like freedom. Like I think the, the way that he's existing in his relationship, which to me reads as in support of his wife, you know, like on her show, um, you know, like doing interviews with her, the way that he speaks about her in her absence, you know what I mean? Like, the and the way that he that he yes. he mirrors her language, but like in his own way about what it yeah. is that they're doing. So I think he would just exist differently. But people do not give a fuck about the way that he's existing because they have just decided that like all of it is fake and it can't be because that's not how men exist and Which it's
1: to me what, what it reads as is men have a lot of respect for will smith because of who he is in the culture right but they see this as pussy and emasculating basically Mm. Mm. and so they are reconciling that by saying well it's got to be her fault and he's just such a good man that he hasn't left this hoe basically Uh it is is what it's reading to me and i would love to be proven wrong but i don't think i don't think there's a room for that because right. and yeah we don't know will smith we don't know if he would if he would leave the relationship if he were in fact unhappy but i just um it doesn't add up to me yeah what people are saying versus what the reality of what's occurring and also like it's not like <laughs> It's not like he's being, like, gagged or anything. Like, Jada made him sign an NDA. Like, what he's saying on these tours is what he wants to say and how he wants to portray his life. And people are out here being like, yeah, that's fine, but (laughs) but she's still
0: destroying him. Right, 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 right. And And I think in one way, maybe she's destroying... So the first words that, you know, the man that I was talking about earlier, the conversation that I had, the first thing that he said was, like, Jada is killing the Fresh Prince. And I thought that was so melodramatic, but then also I'm thinking about it and I'm like, you know, maybe that's really what it feels like for, for maybe men or like people who maybe idolize, maybe it is killing that and character, you know, like maybe it is, maybe it is killing, killing this that like character. fictional, you know. And that's, and here's why
1: that's okay. Will Smith was a womanizing asshole, hmm. like in, as the Fresh Prince. Hmm. Hmm. He was fucking a different woman every day, didn't care, was honestly kind of a jerk on the show, but it was a sitcom so it was funny. It's okay if the French Prince dies. Will Smith is in his 50s. He shouldn't be the Fresh Prince no more. (laughs) That's That's a character for a child who is coming into their own sexual identity. Right. It's really okay if Jada Smith kills the Fresh Prince or whatever because that character needed to have evolved to have been with any woman (laughs) so snaps can let's let the whole shit go like i that's what i'm saying like i think it's way too personal out here like or do like me let it
0: live in this universe like let it live in the universe and then you climb out of that universe because it's not real (laughs) thank you you know but i think that's the other thing that's hard with um someone like
1: will smith in general like he has kind of, for a while, played characters that are like pseudo himself, mm-hmm. and so I think that people have f- basically yeah. since the '90s merged his on-screen character with assuming that that means we know things about him in real life that we just fucking don't. Yeah. Um. And and also that very much like that was iconic for the culture. Like Will Smith in general. Like the Fresh Prince was was put on a pedestal in Black culture, but like Will Smith also has been. Like he's. He's a great dad. Yeah. He's a great provider. Like he's an excellent figure for the black community to look up to. And right. so I think the idea of like, you know, how people love to act like black men are constantly being emasculated by society, yes. Um, yes, I as do a know. holdover, <laughs> as a holdover from slavery. And I'm not trying to act like it doesn't exist in certain places, but I think that narrative is so prevalent. People love to act like the the number one way to like dissolve. The black community is to emasculate black men, and so they see this as an emas- as a tool of emasculation. When in reality, what's happening is the man has just evolved. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. The relationship has evolved, and it- and he seems to be chilling. So. And like
0: masculinity itself needs to evolve, you know. Thank you. Like it just it just does. Um, I get it. Like I don't know. Why I get it. Like provider. Keeper, you know, like those things sound sound great for mas for masculinity, right? For men, for those masculine, you know, like leader, all of those things. Um, and I'm not saying that it all has to like burn to the ground, but what I am saying is that, like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think that they are energies. And so I don't think that it has to, and I and I also don't know that it should. I just think that the things that we've built up around them should probably crumble, um,
1: right? And not, no, and not mean, them
0: themselves.
1: There can be. I've actually seen so many posts about this lately. There can be healthy masculinity, yeah, right? Like I think, there I think is. but that's but that's kind of why I want to make the distinction between like patriarchy and masculinity right because i think that people like commingle them a lot Mm. um, when in reality like patriarchy is the system like that's like the difference between saying like racism and like oh you're like you're discriminatory or prejudiced as an individual Mm -hmm. right like patriarchy is the system that upholds men as the standard and at, at the top of the ladder but masculinity like you're saying is just one balance on the end of a spectrum right like, where femininity is on one end and masculinity is on the other, and it's a sliding scale, just, like, how, like, gender and right. sexuality and everything else is. And so maybe there a circle.
0: Is, like, these days, I really, I, I love the idea of it just, like, being a circle, and you land yeah. somewhere in that circle sometimes, and you cycle through. Like, you literally exactly. just cycle. You don't just, like, permanently exist in one part of this spectrum, you know, like, land right. there and stay there. It's this circle that, like, we're all constantly traversing.
1: Exactly. I think that there's flexibility to change what you view as masculine or feminine. I think my relationship with femininity has changed a lot as I've as I've gotten older, which I think is very healthy. Mm-hmm. Um because it's allowed me to like form my own opinions as what I see as an idealized version of myself rather than being comparative about what feminism should be based on what I see in the media. Right. And I think that like that's what I'm seeing. Like, like you're saying, like, oh, the death of Fred, the, the Fresh Prince. Like, what that means to me is that, like, Will has evolved in his lifetime and, like, changed his perception of what it means to be w- masculine. Right. And, like, how that right. shows up in particular in his relationship to his wife. And I think for all those people out here talking about how she needs to shut her mouth, like, maybe y'all just need to stay the fuck out of their relationship and quit reading the headlines because... Mm i don't i don't understand it's it's kind of perverse to me how this thing that feels very positive and healthy has
0: become so like a hot like, t- like demonized or like
1: yeah like contentious and like a hot topic like oh jada's talking again like it's gotta be about sex it's gotta be about her being promiscuous and it's like yeah their relationship also sounds deeply spiritual and all kinds of other Ooh, shit
0: though that- it really does and and that's the way that it's the way that I've heard him describe it, too. Will tells a story about how when he was high on ayahuasca for, like, a 14-day retreat where he was, like, trying to, like, find himself and shit, mm-hmm. um, he saw a vision of Jada as soil and okay. himself as a seed and what That's he perceived cute. as the hand of God, basically— Taking him the seed and putting it in Jada's soil. And from this seed, many trees and fruit and like life, you know, was bred of that. And so, That's hot. He, right? Yes. And so he talked to felt me psychedelically, like... daddy. <laughs> like psychedelic to me, baby. Um... <laughs> yes, waka, waka, walk. whatever the name is. <laughs> 70s music vibes. So he was saying that he left. Uh, with the impression that like what's happening with them like this is a fruitful uh oh is that a non-a-pup around here yeah okay right non-a-pup like let me get up y'all been on the phone too right. long um <laughs> is that he feels like this is a fruitful relationship and it's supposed to be fruitful for like more than just them for other people as well you know like th- they'll right. feed other people like life will be given To all. And, you know, I thought that that was beautiful. beautiful. Right. That was really beautiful to me because, I mean, whether people want to hear it or not, I think that their story is really important. It's not Mm -hmm. perfect. It's not pretty. I'm not trying to, like, compare or, or like, I don't know, hone it as my own, like, a model of exactly what I want. But I also think that, like, the lessons that they're learning and sharing are so fucking important. And I guess every time somebody's like, shut the fuck up, Jada. I'm like, no, you shut the fuck up and listen. And right. listen. Right.
1: No, I take it personally. And I don't, I shouldn't because I'm telling everyone else not to. Right. But but I'm hella defensive, not because, well, just in general, life, but like, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like I get, I find myself being defensive about it because I don't, I don't look at any celebrity and say like, Ooh, I want that for my life. Cause I don't know these hoes at the end of the day. And I'm, I'm fully grounded in that understanding, but I don't think I've ever seen another couple in, I don't know any polyamorous married couples in real life. And I'm, I'm using polyamory as like a blanket term for like some, some, somehow, emotionally, sexually, whatever, you're stepping outside of the, like, two-partner system. Yeah. I don't know anybody like that who's married in real life. So I don't have any examples. Mm-hmm. Um, And they're one of the only examples, like, of celebrities that are cool with it. And they also seem so intact. Like, they're still about their family. They're still right. about themselves as individuals. They thrive individually. Right. And they seem to have... On the outside, like this poppin ass marriage, and so, like, or at least this marriage that's like mutual and understanding, right? And like grounded, which I think grounded is in
0: personally, right? Yeah. That's
1: like grounded, and like they, they connect on a spiritual level, on a mental level, on an emotional and physical level. Like, um, hello, like right. that's actually exactly what I'm trying to curate. And like, you're saying, like, I don't want to look at their relationship and be like, oh, that's a template for my life, but. I am empowered by hearing about right. it because so. I want that kind of thing to be more normal. And I think that that's really what bothers me too, with people jumping to the conclusion of like Jada need a stop running her mouth is like, okay, even if you're not comfortable with her just generally talking open about sex, I think what bothers me is it's like, but let's not silence people with alternative identities and experiences Woo. because I personally, I want more of it. Right. Like I was saying, like, Like, we, and I think, like, and this will be my last point, but, like, I think that the queer community has done a lot to build acceptance of alternative relationship styles. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that it's come outside of the queer community. Yeah. And so I think, like, even when you go to, like, a pleasure party or, like, you know, like, sex parties, it, and stuff like that. I was about to name one and then I just
0: "So myself. <laughs> like this one that's right here on, on Franklin and 14th Street.
1: <laughs> Alright. Um
0: let me bring it back. But anyway,
1: um, I I just I think that like a lot of that conversation hasn't left the queer community or or being open about it hasn't left the queer community. And so like, in addition to being like gay straight or like gay, bi, whatever. Queer people are all also seen as these, like... Like, a space where you can get your kink off. Right. And where you can, right. like, do weird... Like, weird... In societal terms yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah. and and I think that it's very empowering to see it in the, like, hetero male-female relationship. Right. To see people being like, nah, like, we do more than just be married. Like, we have additional structures to our relationship. Like, that is so... Like... Rewarding for me to be able to see it that, is. I that feel there same. is space. I feel
0: more. I you know it. It makes me hopeful. I guess. Yeah. It makes me hopeful to see how their relationship has transpired and the lessons that they've learned. But it makes me feel very anxious to see people's reactions to it. Um yeah. And so I think that's how come I feel not like personally attacked, but it does feel like ah, like if you feel that way about. You know Jada and her relationship with Will. Then, like, what hope is there? You know, well, I... for like, because I also like to talk and I also like to share and I also, you know what I mean. Like, we, Same. you know what I, I mean. We like, demonized for being we're myself. We're here. I'm... We're here doing this thing. Like, I could totally see me having a partner in which conversations like this happen. And like you said, silencing anyone um, with like a marginalized or like alternative or you know, non traditional makeup or like um, expression, life experience. Yeah, like life yeah. Like, The way that they show up is like different from you. That shit sucks. Like,
1: and and I think like you really hit it on the head. Like, I want to be able to live freely in that kind of relationship. I know that I want a relationship that is non traditional, and it. I think it just like really hurt my feelings when these two guys <laughs> yeah. were like i didn't say that in the moment in the moment i really like was proud of myself because i didn't say shit and was just like let me just listen to these two ignorants right now right but like um no they're not ignorant but like you know i i was like let me just absorb what they're saying to see if i like understand the male mentality here but it definitely hurt my feelings because i was like well are y'all gonna think that i'm like a bad person and a hoe and like a fucking right man man hating like right. masculinity stealing fucking witch because i want to be polyamorous right like right or when or like you know when i'm famous and successful or whatever come on like <laughs> right like are people going to demonize me because of relationships that i'm happy in oh, that i wanted to cultivate right? and that my like, partner is like,
0: happy in like what, like, what? Yeah, so it's a lot. Uh, yeah,
1: the reactions were very telling, I think. And very much was like, I was like, this is not a safe space. <laughs> same. Same.
0: <laughs> oh, God, same. Yeah, no, I definitely had that feeling as someone who has to have like these sorts of conversations whenever I take someone new into my loving bed or into like my loving heart. Yes. Um, yes. Come on, love the language. Um, I always like. I don't know, tense up at the idea of having to have these conversations about freedom and love. You know, like I never, I never necessarily called it that. Um, the way yeah, that no, the way I that they've that categorized it, but I really appreciate that that bit of language. Um, because it's hard. It's hard, and it's uncomfortable to talk about. Because you know that there could be some backlash, but like you know, whatever.
1: I, I re- yeah. I guess I'll close out by saying like I deeply respect her for continuing to do what the fuck she feels like she needs to do, and him too. Um, Same. and I was gonna say, and I deeply respect him for standing by his woman, like and by himself,
0: like and by like hi- and, himself. And, I love this for yes. the both of them. This healing journey yeah. they're on individually and together is fucking cute. I
1: respect them even more now that, like, people hating on her because I'm, like, look at y'all thriving in the midst of just, like, hate. Right. Like, look at y'all just, like, raising healthy, happy, like, fucking spiritual, well-rounded children. And, like, and being, like, in your 50s or whatever and still being, like, there's more life to live. There's more journey to be had. Like, I respect y'all. Um, I love y'all. And all you haters are the ones who really need to keep your mouth shut. (laughs) Like, how about that how about or like maybe just also in the perspective of like if that was you being like oh i don't like how she talked like imagine if if she was your friend telling you about it because that's actually kind of the point of red table talk Mm -hmm. is to like expose these conversations like is that really how you would react to someone in your life right
0: like girl you just need to go ahead and shut your mouth because you are emasculating him
1: like, you would never, you Shut would up. never say that to no female in your life. Shut like, that's crazy. You would, we
0: can't be friends, never.
1: Yeah, you would pick me. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're not being picked by me. Thank you. Bye.
1: Mm-mm. So.
0: Well, I think we've done it. This is a lot you of material. It. Good shit. It's too much almost. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a good day. <laughs> Today's going to be a good day for, for going through the materials. Um. Do we have any, like, housekeeping last notes or can we just say goodbye, goodbye?
1: Housekeeping notes, let us know if you want to um, buy a t-shirt. Yes. Always stock up on your butters. Yes. And um, goodbye,
0: goodbye. And goodbye, goodbye.